friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored in Always. Do you ever feel stuck in a reoccurring cycle of chaos where you're crying out to God for help and you're wondering why aren't things changing? Well, in this episode, we continue to look at step two of recovery. We've already discussed in episodes 13 and 17, step one, which is where we identify the issues that we have in the first place and step out of denial. And then in step two, we realize that we need help to overcome our weaknesses. And now we're going to just look a little bit deeper into principle two and step two, which says that we earnestly believe that God exists, that we matter to him, and that he has the power to help us recover, and that he can restore us to sanity. So how? As I've been in recovery myself for several years now and have sponsored a number of women, I've seen how easy it is for us to get caught up in the insanity of this life doing the same things over and over again, and for some reason, expecting a different result. That's insanity. We have the ability in Christ to stop the cycle, to operate in the wholeness of mind, making decisions based on the truth. That is sanity. When we anchor into the truth of God's word, we believe that through a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus, we can have hope. He gives us the strength to endure the trials of this life, where we may have had the tendency to fight, flight, or freeze in the past, we can now face our fears. Psalms 46.1 says, God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will have no fear. And then in Psalm 73.26, it reminds us, my mind and my body may grow weak, but God is my strength. He is all I ever need. Usually relying on our own strength is what gets us into trouble and even into recovery in the first place. As we work this process, we begin to find acceptance. We come to understand that it will take time. It's easy to want a quick fix, but that won't bring the lasting change that we're looking for. We learn to have realistic expectations of ourselves and others, to accept the things that we can't control, and to have courage to change the things that we can. This was a big key to finding peace in my own life and in my marriage. I realize I'm just as much of a sinner in need of a savior as my husband that I was so busy trying to fix him and I was missing the insanity in my own life. It's only when we were willing to surrender our lives and our marriage to God and stop the blame game that was leaving us stuck in insanity that he would bring the healing we needed and had been trying to get for ourselves. Romans 15:7 says, "Accept one another then for the glory of God as Christ has accepted you." It's with this acceptance, knowing that we are imperfect beings, and that there is no quick fix, but there is power in Jesus to change and that we can have a new life. We can start over. We can have a second chance. As long as you're breathing, you do not have to live by your old ways. When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He or she is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. Um, that's 2 Corinthians 5.17. 
One of the things that we do each week at Celebrate Recovery that I absolutely love is chip ceremony. And the first chip that we offer is the blue chip. And there are three ways that you can get a blue chip. The first one is when you recognize an area of struggle in your life and you want to begin working on it. And so you start your journey and you take a blue chip. The second way is if if you've been already working on an area and then you identify another area that you need to work on, maybe a habit or a hang up or something that you're struggling with, then you take a blue chip and you start your journey in that area as well. And lastly, if you've been working on an area or two and you have a relapse or you've me- and you've messed up, then you take a blue chip to signify that you are getting back on track and starting fresh. Don't quit before the miracle. There's no failure in messing up, only in quitting. We always say that no one starts their journey of recovery on a winning streak. And as we do that, we realize that we are not the only ones struggling and we're not alone. It's not so much that I trust Josh because I know he's a human being that makes mistakes, but what I trust is that he's seeking the Lord. I can see by the fruit in his life that he's putting his relationship with God before me and even our kids. It's not me he's trying to please, but God. So when I do something to irritate or anger him, he's not going to stop trying to honor God because of it. His obedience is not based on my actions or feelings, and that there's real freedom in that for him and me. We also begin to see that we aren't that different from each other after all. Our behaviors may be different, but the underlying issues or causes are usually pretty similar. Our confidence and success in this program and our victory is believing that Jesus does in fact love us no matter what we've done. He will forgive us and can give our lives real meaning and purpose. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, he died for us. So he doesn't wait until we have it all together. He meets us in our brokenness and gives us the strength and tools we need to get it together. And even more than that, to have an abundant life in him. I have heard so many times at Celebrate Recovery on Testimony Night stories of people that have hit rock bottom and were written off by their family, friends, and even the world as hopeless. Finally getting it right with God and working the steps and finding God's purpose begin to unfold in their lives and even experiencing a deep joy and peace that's not found in anything this world has to offer. Often, he uses our stories, the one that we try to hide uh, for so long, as, as our outreach, our ways to serve other people. And we truly speak into their lives because we come from a place of real understanding. We've been there. So like anything else of true value, this process takes time. It's a daily commitment. We live in the upside-down kingdom of God, where his ways don't always make sense to the world, such as strength and weakness. That's not something that's promoted in our society. But Micah 6.8 says, And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. We We find out that we are really not the center of the universe. We aren't even all that big of a deal. But yet, he still loves us and calls us his own. So as we begin to walk out the steps over time, we really begin to see our lives restored to sanity. Here's some questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, what are some things in your own life that you've been doing over and over again and expecting a different result? Number two, how have your past expectations of yourself and others been unrealistic? Number three, in what areas of your life are you ready to release control and hand it over to God? 
If you have any questions, I want you to know my email is in the show notes and you can email me with your questions as well as a link to the Anchored and Always Facebook community where we would love to hear from you and and just share in that group together. Also, I I put the link for the Celebrate Recovery um, national website so that you can look for a meeting near you if you're ready to do so. That's in the show notes as well. So I want to close today's episode and pray the Principle 2 prayer over you. Father God, I pray for the listener who has tried to fix and control their life's hurts, hangups, and habits all by themselves. I pray that they would be able to admit to themselves that they have been powerless to change, and they would begin to believe and receive your power to help them recover. Help them to know that you love them enough to send your own son to the cross to die for their sins. Help them be open to the hope that they can find only in you. And I pray that you would help them to start living their life one day at a time and never give up on the abundant and full life that you have for them. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.